Now look at it. God's presence is a gracious atmosphere of absolute peace that gives rest and makes a difference. In the book of Mark chapter 4 tells us that Jesus was actually sleeping. He was having taking a nap while the rest were rolling the boats and they were struggling. They, they, they thought they were getting drowned. But this guy was resting. It's amazing. He was resting. <laughs> you look at someone like like um, Jonah. Jonah was also sleeping while the others, Mister Sleeper. It, it, there's something about God's presence that if you carry the presence of God, it doesn't matter the storm around you. You may not feel it. It will be happening around you. You may be hearing it. it said only with the eye shall you see the reward of the wicked. But you know it shall not come nigh thee. Is it true? You be asking them. Is that your experience? They say Ghana's economy is difficult and what have you listen to me if you are operating under that higher yeah that 24 7 presence if you carry that influence that god is talking about you will not feel it irrespective of the challenges around because you'll be you'll be you'll be taking your rest that's the time you sleep it's amazing the um the irony of the spirit life when people are running away, God says, stay there. When people are afraid, when people should be afraid, he said, stay there. Though an army may encompass against me, my heart shall not fear. Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came up against me, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me. My shall not fear. Though, see, war may rise up against me. He said, in this will I be confident. Rather, when there is war, I'll be confident. For one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. That means I will dwell in His presence. So that place of rest, that makes a difference of anyone at all that dwells in there. I told you when the cherub, you see the cherub that stood in Ezekiel's vision, those that stood before the Lord in that vision, they carry the same glory. They carry the same glory. Their wheels carry the same glory. Everything about them exudes the glory of God. As a carrier of God's presence, <laughs> Listen, a unique atmosphere that is hidden from man, that's the presence of God. So ever since the, the, the place was shut, man was shut out of that place, that, see, it, it, it became a hidden place, a place that is hidden from man. A place of glory without corruption and decay, a secret place that is, that you know, a secret place that is hidden or far from man. Where no foul is, uh, where there is no field or the vulture's eye has not seen. Man knoweth not the price thereof. Job 28, 13 and 14. Man does not know the price. That means, you see, you cannot um, take money there to buy. You can't buy the presence of God. See, you can't bribe God. No. <laughs> Look at the verse 13 of, um, of Job 28. Man knoweth not the price thereof, neither is it found in the land of the living. So it is priceless. Though expensive, it is priceless. You cannot buy. It is not found in the land of the living. And we are in the land of the living. And the presence is not here with us. 
the depth said it is not in me so do i go to the deep waters to the, to the valleys they are all saying it's not here and the sea said it is not in me <laughs> It is not in me. Now, the, the message Bible says it can be bought with the finest gold. No amount of silver can get it. You can't use money to buy God's presence. You can be using gimmicks for you know to start a business or something, it will last for a while. It takes the presence to give you durable, sustainable growth, sustainable impact. Now look at it. So it takes exertion of exertion of pressure to press into the inner court, that which is hidden from men. It was withdrawn from man after the sin, after the sin was recorded in the Garden of Eden. When sin first entered the garden, the Bible says a man, a man was driven out of the garden. Now look at Genesis with me, Genesis 3. I want to show you something carefully. Carefully consider this Genesis 3, the verse 10. And he said, Look at it. When God called out to Adam from the verse 9 and said unto him, Where are you? Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. And I hid myself. <laughs> and he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? He said, heard your voice i was one afraid two i was naked and i hid myself these three things i i heard your voice in the garden but then i was afraid why because i was naked so the nakedness made me afraid and because of that i hid myself fear made me hid myself <laughs> you know he said we should come boldly appear boldly to the throne of grace hebrews 4 the verse 16 to come boldly to the throne of grace boldly to come boldly to the throne of grace sin left man naked and nakedness because we're naked we depart from the glory of god and that nakedness brings fear and that fear leads to what they call hiding hypocrisy trying to hide yourself the, the self-identity hiding the self of trying to pretend you don't enter into god's presence with pretense with open arms outstretched arms with open heart sincerity of heart remember jesus rebuked the pharisees Severally, because of their hypocrisy, God hates hypocrisy. It doesn't help spiritual life. You don't pretend. God knows all things. To pretend is to say uh, God is not. You know, it happened in the days of Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter eight, when the glory of the Lord had departed from the. You know, what made the glory of God depart from the temple? They were worshiping Tamu. They were worshiping Tamu. And now, listen, if you you have been pretending for some time, it is about time you, you stop. You know, Ezekiel 8 verse 4, and behold, the glory of, of, of the 
of the God of Israel was there, according to the vision that I saw in, in the plain. And said, and then said he unto me, Son of man, lift up thy eyes now the way toward the north. So I lifted up my eyes and the way toward the north, and behold the north at the gate of the altar, this image of jealousy in the entry. In the entry. And he said further unto me, Son of man, seest thou what they do? Even the great abominations that the house of Israel committed here, that I should go far off from my sanctuary? But turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations. So they won't drive me from the temple. But look at it. And he brought me to the door of the courts. And when I looked, behold, a hole in the wall, he brought me to the courts, the door of the courts. I went to his gate with a giving in my heart, the gate of the court. I will enter his court with praise. And I will sing, this is the day. So he brought me to the entrance, to the gate, attached to the court. And I looked and I saw a hole in the wall. And he said unto me, son of man, dig now in the, in the wall, dig. And when I had digged in the wall, behold, a door there was a door there what kind of door have you opened in your heart and he said unto me go in and behold the wicked abominations that they do here so i went in and saw behold every form of creeping things and abominable beasts and all the idols of the house of israel portrayed upon the wall run about and there stood from them 70 men of the ancients of the house of israel and in the midst of them stood Jazania, the son of Shaphan, every man censor in his hand, and a thick cloud of incense went up. Then said he unto me, Son of man, have thou seen what the ancient of the house of Israel do in the dark? Have you seen what they are doing in the dark? Every man in the chamber of his imagery, in the chamber of his imaginations, the image that they've portrayed on the wall, they are in those chambers, depth of those chambers. For they say the Lord sees us not, the Lord does not see us, the Lord has forsaken the earth. And he said also unto them, Tend, tend thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations that they do. Then he brought me to the door of the gate of the Lord's house, which was toward the north. And behold, there sat women weeping for Tammuz. Then said he unto me, Hast thou seen it, O son of man? Tend thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations than this. So it continues, it continues until finally, finally, the cherubs came to lift up the glory of God for the temple. And that was the beginning. That was when they went into exile. Babylonians came in when the glory departed. So they were hiding those things. What are we hiding in chambers of chambers of our heart? What are we hiding? Can we come out clear? Can we come out so clear? What are we hiding? Because hate hypocrisy, Adam ran away. What are we, what are you hiding? David said, can David said, where can I go from your presence? If I should go to the depths of the seas, you are there. If I go to the highest mountain, you are there already. If I go under the rocks, you are there. Where do I hide from you? <laughs> oh Jesus, le katala gabo hoshideha, valakato zeprakido hosekete. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. 
now we are naked uh, we, we are afraid and so we, we, we hide ourselves we will pretend that's hypocrisy God hates hypocrisy what nakedness is he referring to and how do you get clothed upon what is that nakedness what is that nakedness thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit Second Corinthians. If so be that be clothed, we shall not be found naked. Don't forget that when Adam sinned against God and the glory departed, he was naked. So I want to read something small sounds more to help us get a clear of what he's talking about nakedness from the verse one for we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved maybe i read from a more uh, a more living translation for you so nlt new living translation for we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down that's the body when we die and leave these bodies we will have a home in heaven an eternal body made for us by god himself and not by human hands so the technical is talking about is the body by saying there's another body again that is with god we have a tabernacle with God. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring, groaning earnestly, desiring, there should be a desire, and exerting pressure, mounting pressure, you see, on this earthly vessel or earthly house. The reason why you have to be part of the fasting that we fasting, the reason why you have to exert pressure on this body. Is what I want to show you. It says that for in this body, in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. So in this body, the language, listen, the presence that you need to see, you want to enter into the court, you want to have this body on you, clothed upon with your heaven and house or the glory of God, to be clothed with heaven. What you need to do is to groan endlessly, groan endlessly, endlessly, desiring to be clothed. Let me read again from the King, from the King James, verse one. For we know that Second James five one. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, once this body is dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands. Oh my God. Eternal in the heavens is eternal. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be called upon with our house which is from heaven. We want this house that comes from heaven. Thy kingdom come that will be done on earth. We want to be clothed. 
so if so be that being clothed we shall not be found naked so we, we want to be clothed so that we don't find ourselves to be naked here you are told that this house or this glorified body the presence of god we're talking about there is something that we're going to be clothed with and by god himself when we are no more in this life but the man of god says i have studied god's word i have come to know that there is eternal see there is immortality there is something very solid there is something that no malam no witch no devil can corrupt and that is in heaven and all we need to do in this body is to groan once you are pleased with this body you are far from that body the eternal life the eternal body so long as you are pleased with this earthly frailty once all your attention is on this life this material life you are far for we groan in this body endlessly designed to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven it's so be that being clothed we shall not be found naked adam's found himself to be naked so we groan to be clothed so what brings the clothing on you is the groaning desiring energy that energy desire i want lord i want us i want to be clothed upon you don't just say i desire it you show it through your groan in prayer you pray father i want this immortal i want to be clothed i want immortality to, to be you know to, to clothe me up i want immortality to swallow up mortality <laughs> it so be that being clothed we shall not be found again for we that are in this technical do groan so if you are in this body and you want this life the strong presence of god on you the heavenly nature to be showing you you need to grow you press apostle paul said i pressed over the mark i press if so be that being clothed we shall not be found naked for we that are in this technical do groan being bedded being bedded being bedded it's as if there's a burden on you you have some issue to solve in the spirit to resolve in the spirit you're not entangling yourself with the affairs of life so much you are so much concerned about the eternal the after you once you seek first these things see all other things are added the main thing is for you to be called upon over here for not for that we would be unclothed so not that we want to die before we have this <laughs> Pastor Chris says, if all you live for is just what you are seeing around the cars and those things, you are failed. There are things reserved in heaven, and we can start enjoying them here now. We have to feel at home here now. And see, what I mean by feeling at home here, this is the thing. In this body, because you have so many things to be doing, you are fasting for others, you see things going wrong, and you want to fix them. It doesn't make the world so pleasant to you. But we are talking about be, being at home. Because the very things that we're going to have.
to be close upon the pearls and those things. We are enjoying some of them here, a foreshadow, a foretaste of that heavenly divine life. That glorious divine life. The glory divine that we, we're going to see as heads of salvation, we've got to start walking in it now. And this a deep, earnest desire. Groaning. It says, For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being bedded, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. There is a life in this spirit that will swallow up mortality, sickness, death, and doses. That this this life we're talking about, the Bible says to fight a good fight of it, lay hold on. It takes a fight. Be groaning to be clothed upon. Now he that has wrought us for the same for the for the self same thing is God, who has given us the earnest of the spirit. Therefore, we are always confident. Knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. Whilst we are at home, we oh, I'm okay with this life. Yeah, I'm okay. You are far from this life we're talking about. Absent from the Lord. You see, He will express Himself fully in us. Fully in us. Do you know what the shadow of immortality does? The shadow of someone that carries the heaven does. Healing the sick bringing life to death situations nobody can shake you and remain the same nobody can be around you and be the same when you're close upon so what was he talking about we need to be close upon it's amazing i want to show you something before i take you to the book before i take you to the book i take you to the book of the book of um, Exodus to show you what God communicated to his servant Moses in Exodus 33. No, let's let's look at maybe that one first before we come to first John 3. What is there that we need to know? What is there that we need to know about this presence? We need to press. It's a labor. It is some consciousness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, um, let me read that one to you first. Exodus thirty-three, and then I bring it to. I'll I'll end soon. I'll end the broadcast very soon. Exodus thirty-three. Hmm. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. And that was the first time God asked Moses to take the tentacle from among the people because um, in 32 they had um, made a brazen calf and the golden calf and they worshipped it they worshipped it they brought all the uh, earrings the golden earrings and made a golden calf and worshipped this so God asked them to remove all the uh, ornaments from their body that's very for when the people had this evil time they mourned and the man did put on his ornament. The Lord ordered them to put off all their ornaments. And so the verse 6 and the children of Israel stripped themselves of their ornament by the Mount Oreb. And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without a camp. He took the tabernacle. God was dwelling. They were living in God's. You see, 
God's presence was with them and the tabernacle was even among them. But now Moses took the tabernacle, let's say the, the church or let's take the, that which is symbolic of God's presence, the house of God, where God dwells, and he took it outside and picked it without a camp, outside the camp, afar off from the camp and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. So now we are going to congregate there, we're going to meet there, prepare before coming there. And it came to pass that everyone that saw the Lord went out onto the tabernacle of the congregation, which was without a camp, outside the camp. And it came to pass when Moses went out onto the tabernacle that all the people rose up and stood every man at his door and looked after Moses. I mean, they looked at Moses tenderly until he was gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloud, the, the, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the children talk, and, and the Lord talked with Moses. And other people saw the cloudy, the cloudy pillars stand at the tabernacle door. And other people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent. Look at this. And the Lord spoke speak unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man departed not of the tabernacle. The guy was still in the tabernacle. He didn't depart from the tabernacle. My verse is here. Now, verse 12 and 13. Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou hast, that thou sayest unto me, Bring up these people, bring these people, lead them. And you have not let me know whom you will send with me. I want to know the one with whom you send me. Who is my companion? Don't forget, Aaron was there, but he realized that no, Aaron has free it, yes, his own weakness. There should be some that can really help me, my helper. You've not shown me. <laughs> and he said, And thou hast not let me know whom thou was sin with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by, by name. And thou hast, thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way. So look at it. Show me your way that I may know thee. So knowing the Lord is to know his way is show me thy way that I may know this so if I say I know I know the Lord that means I know his ways that I may I may find grace in thy sight and consider this see this nation that is thy people and God just said oh my presence shall go with you and I'll give you rest presence the presence brings rest it gives rest I said show me that way I want to know I want to know. Show me now thy way that I may know you. So you have to show me your way so that I know you. First John 3. Come there with me. First John. 1 John 3. Chapter 3. So from verse 1, the main thing is in verse 2 and 3. But look at it. Behold, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be we are not sons of god we are not children of god but it has not really yet appeared unto us it has not been revealed unto us what we shall be it is revelation to know that knowing the ways of god takes revelation it has not yet appeared unto us what we shall be but we know that when he shall appear we shall be like him we shall be just like him when he appears for we shall see him as is wonderful Seeing the Lord, that's kind of revelation, knowing God and His ways. You know, it takes revelation. 
it has not appeared unto us what we shall be like so you want to know what you can be like but we know that when we you see when he shall appear we shall be like him there's a semicolon what does it mean for we shall see him as he is now when we see him the way when we see him exactly the way he is when we get to know him through his ways we shall yet be changed we all with open face behold as in the mirror are transformed into the image the more we meditate the more we change the more we are metamorphosed the more something happens to us spiritually so it takes one seeing him conferring that presence on you that his presence will be constant on you going with you leading you one it takes seeing him and that seeing means knowing him by revelation to know him is to see him and that is purification let me read on beloved we are now are we the sons of god and it, it does yet not appear what we shall be but we know that when he shall appear we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is and every man that has this hope in himself purifies himself anyone that wants to be like him appear you see that he will appear to to have that encounter with him purifies himself even as he's pure <laughs> that purifies himself because we shall be like him i read from the message bible all of us who look forward to his coming state are ready with the with the glistering purity of christ's life it's a model for our own we have to purify ourselves whosoever committed sin transgresses of the law the law for sin is the transgression of the law and you know that he was manifested to take away our sins and he is no sin whosoever abided in him sin and not whoever sin it has not seen him so how do i know i've seen the lord <laughs> whoever whoever commits sin whoever abides in him sin and not anyone who abides in him to abide in him that's not sin whosoever seen it has not seen him neither knoweth him why is he saying this now look at john 14 with me john 14 21 john 14 the book of john 14 verse 21 i don't want anybody any of us to be like um something who never knew that the presence of god the presence of god was not on him any longer that the presence had left him long ago he didn't know the bible said he didn't, didn't know he said i'll go there and shake myself as other times as usual he that has my commandments and keepeth them the one that keeps them see that's abiding in him he it is that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father and i will love him and will manifest myself to him Look at the verse 23. Jesus answered, okay, maybe let, let's continue. Judas said unto him, not is carrot, is carrot, not the is carrot. Lord, how is it that thou manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? How come? How are you going to manifest yourself to us in the world? Jesus answered and said unto them, unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words. 
it will be a love of my word it will love the word of god you can't stay away from the word of god and claim you carry god's presence you are lying and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him we will stay with him <laughs> this story is about being a christian yes we have come to god but it's about god coming to us manifesting his presence purity keeping his word be a lover of god's word keep the word of god love god's word to carry his presence means you are abiding anyone that knows me said you have not shown me your ways that means first off you know your new ways so that i know you show me your way that i may know you you have a covenant with us that you will go with us wherever we go you shall never leave us but show us look at oh my god some let me take it to psalm 25 psalm 25 you want to maintain god's presence on your life this is what you do anyone that has this hope in himself purifies himself psalm 25 <laughs> verse 4 show me thy ways O lord teach me thy path lead me in thy truth and lead me and teach me for thou art the god of my salvation on thee do i wait all the long all the day i wait all day long all the day i wait on you can you spend some time with him being alone with him i wait on you there should be a burden on this flesh I, 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 I want to be clothed upon with this eternal life i want this life of the spirit i want the presence of god to be my garment i want to put on heaven like a garment i want to wear heaven can you just tell him lead me in that truth i want to be in that, that realm teach me i want to have a practical experience if you're christian you don't have a view of heaven it's amazing and you have to wait on the lord all the day you know we always quote some 20 some 23 and we quote um some portions and uh we have not actually taken pace to uh um, um understand what again what exactly he talks about the verse six surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever What does it mean to dwell in there forever? I long to be there. I long to be there. Take this out. I want you to read the, the, the 27 chapter 2. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and foes, came up against me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell though an host should encamp against me my heart shall not fear though war should rise against me in this way confident one thing have i desired of the lord that i will seek after i desire not that i just desire to try and go and pursuing it what have i desired I, I i seek the anointing and then you pursue it i seek his presence of my life pursue it pursue holiness that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord and to inquire in his holy temple in the day of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide that's his presence and shall set me upon a rock and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies run about me therefore will i offer in a tabernacle sacrifice of joy 
I will sing ye, I will sing praise unto God. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. When thou said, when thou said, seek ye my face, my heart saith unto thee, thy face, O Lord, will I seek. When you said, O Lord, we should seek your face. So when it was announced you are fasting, hey, fasting day, I will do it. Ah, 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 it's already in my heart. And you pursue. Teach me thy will, Lord, and lead me in the plain path because of my enemies. Teach me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pursue this agenda. I want to be called upon. It's a failure to live here without having a taste of the heaven life. It's, it's very bad. There are testimonies you should be having at a time. And over here, we should be calling them testimonies. But in heaven, that's the natural life. That, of course, you there should be this thing. This thing should be happening. That there's something unusual about you. You just touch someone and the person gets slain. And they will tell you, don't be falling after those things. No, no, no. Pursue higher things. You just breathe on people. And it, it was happening in Jesus' ministry. He just opened his mouth. Uh, um, whom are you looking after? Whom are you after? Whom are you looking for? He just asked him a question. When he came to arrest him in the book of John, John accounted T, gave the account of this. And they all fell. They all got slain by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and you see, because they were blind, Obi Awabi said, someone that he came to apprehend, to arrest, and you just ask him, you know, he just asks you, what are you here for? And then you all fall. Won't you run away? <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pursue, pursue this. Pursue. Psalm 25, I want to read to you again. Show me thy ways, O Lord, teach me thy path. Lead me in thy, in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. And the verse 9, it says, the meek will he guide in judgment and the meek will he teach his ways to be meek i'm willing you yield all the path of the lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies his word what man is he that fear the lord him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose the one that fears the lord in the verse 14 the secret of the lord is with them that fear him God's secret, God's covenant, God's presence is with them that fear Him. He will show them His covenant. All that God has said, all the judgment written, He will show them. Beloved, hate iniquity, hate evil with a deep hatred. Don't be comfortable living in sin. Don't allow it. Practice righteousness. The Bible says, Thy throne, O God, Psalm 45, verse 6, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. Thy scepter, the scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. The scepter, the authority of your kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hate wickedness. In another version, it says, Hate iniquity. Therefore, God, thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. What can I, what is this? It's not about just joy. You have anointed him with your presence above thy fellows. And let me tell you, there are rich depths of everything about God. When it comes to the healing ministry, there are depths in it. 
higher levels of healing. When it comes to prophecy, there are depths of prophecy. The same, the same applies to the presence of God, carrying heavy weight of His presence. Not just a shadow, but a weight. Look at what happened to Apostle Paul. That this venomous viper, oh my God, this viper, the Bible says, held fast to him, creeped him with, the, with, the, with, this, with those sharp teeth, spewing the venom into him. But it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't even having any impact on him. Mortality, mortality was swallowed up in this guy. The Bible says some most of them gave up. They themselves allowed. They desired to die. Death became a desire. They desired death. What people are running away from and wasting money. They, they desired, they love to die to be with the Lord. They wanted to depart. Listen, when you're at home in this body, walking about, going about your business and other things, not being mindful of the presence of God. And that's a good cause that you want to be alone. Something you need to be there. I want to be like you and be singing, God, I want to be like you. I want to be with you. I want to be like you. Just singing and songs. See, songs like this, being alone with Him, desiring, push away the children, push away your husband, your wife, and be alone with the Lord. Fancy that presence. Spend time to be clothed upon. Any moment you share, you share with Him. It's a part of heaven that drops on you. Spend time. David saw this and he said, Ah, then I'll dwell in that house all the days of my life. I want to go deeper. I want a desire. I want that desire to be steady in you right now. I want to be close with heaven. I don't want to be just a normal Christian. I want to be Ayapo Saprakibaha, Heaven's ambassador, ambassador for Christ acting on behalf of Christ. Anyone that sees me sees Christ. Anyone that sees me sees Christ. That I don't need to even pray for people. The presence, see, with the presence, you don't push so much. You push into the presence, but when you get there, it's an easy ride. Easy ride. You don't need to pray so much for, you know, you just declare the words. You see, just when you declare, it happens. Lift up your voice right now in prayer. Father, bet to me the groaning spirit. The spirit will groan. Open your mics and let's go. Pakaradau fradiko sepra kadaya. Shete kredo fradiba hasekete le.